fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at C4Energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Podcast, where we are featuring the athletes of the 2023 CrossFit Games semifinals. And back with us again for a second year in a row is Claire Truex. Did I get that right? Hello. Hello. It is Truex, right? Yes, you got it right. Okay. Yeah, not not like a French pronunciation or... Nope. Just regular old Truex. Yep. All right. Yeah, that sounds more CrossFit-y than like Trua or something I know. Like Trua. Nope. Just <laughs> like that. You got it. All right. So what's really cool about doing this for the second year in a row now uh-huh. is I get to see people that I haven't seen in a year. Right. Um, well, I saw you at Mac, but uh-huh. after Mac, I haven't seen you in a year. And mm-hmm. And then you try to remember all the things you talked about. And there's one vivid memory in my mm-hmm. mind from our discussion last year. Do you know what that is? Who my coach is or no, no. Oh, that you went last year from the graduation stage. Oh yeah. To There's... a plane. Yep. Two semifinals. You were 18 last year. Yeah. 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 So I'm 19 now. It's not going to lie. It's, it's really all grown up now. It's, yeah, sure. <laughs> it's really nice not having to like worry about all that stuff. Honestly, just being able to train. Like I still go to school, but it's like nowhere near as like stressful as it was. But so that's where I was going to start with. Like mm-hmm. last year, it just seemed chaotic that you yeah. were going from a, your graduation stage mm-hmm. to a plane to get to Knoxville to be able to compete at the MAC. Yeah. It's going to be you. First of all, you live in California, right? Oh, yeah. It's so nice. Like half my gym's going to support me in Pasadena. So it's like kind of like the home field advantage. We won't have to do like a hotel or anything. Just could drive to and from. It's only probably like 30 minutes from my house. So it's really nice. Yeah. So So I think you're the only only the second person we've talked to Mm -hmm. that lives that close to the, the venue. Yeah. I know so there's you not live very... in the LA area, uh, a little bit like north of that. So yeah. Okay. In the, in the general so t- area. So we talked to a guy from K2 CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in Koreatown. Oh, okay. Um, and he's like 20 minutes away. See, that's so nice. Don't have to worry about the hotels and flights just get so expensive. Claire. So <laughs> yeah. Claire. Look who you're talking to. (laughs) I know. I have to get from Columbus, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio to Pasadena on (laughs) Memorial Day weekend. I forgot about that. (laughs) Yeah. So it's, yeah, I'm not one to talk. (laughs) All we got to worry about is gas. So it's nice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You definitely have the home field advantage this this year. Yeah. So um, Elise is jumping in saying, Claire, careful. 
Scott's going to be asking you to stay so he can spend more time on all the docs and podcasts. Oh man. <laughs> so, so it's a lot less stressful this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you said you're going to school, so you've graduated high school right? and now you're, you're taking some college curriculum. Yeah. So right now I'm like earning my associate's degree and then I'll transfer over, do the whole bachelor's thing. Um, yeah, so I'm going to a community college right now, just trying to, this way I can, I'm all online, so I can like train as much as I want and then go to school twice a week. And it's, it's just really been working out nice. Like up until January, I was all online. And then from January till now I've had an in-person class. So it's just been twice a week. So I've been really able to train a lot more and like make my own schedule too, not having to worry about like school last year being, being kept from like eight o'clock to three. So now I can train whenever and it works really nicely. So that's definitely a big, big shift in training this year. So for our listeners that don't know, you were a teen athlete. Yeah. You went to the games in 2021. Yeah. Um, as a teen athlete, um, was there any consideration to not to just putting college on hold? Um, no, it, I've always loved school and loved like that. It's going to sound cliche, but I've always loved learning. So I just wanted, I knew, I knew for me personally, if I didn't have something else besides training, I think I might've went a little stir crazy. So having something to like come home, kind of, get some work done ish, like gave me kind of some peace of mind. Like I'm working towards like two goals in my athletic and my, my future. So, so do you have, do you have an idea of what you want to study? Yeah. It's nutrition and dietetics. Yeah. So I'll have my associates Hmm. in science and then, (laughs) yeah, I know it's like a perfect major perfect major. <laughs> right. So it, it plays into what your, your, yeah, your day gig is for, mm-hmm. for lack of better term. Um, and it kind of goes tongue and groove to, to what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I really enjoy it too. Like right now it's kind of the general ed, just trying to get all that stuff out of the way, which it could be boring at times, but just chipping away at that stuff. And then hopefully in a few years, it'll be like my major classes. So yeah, it's been good. Yeah. My GPA with my gen ed compared to my GPA with my major uh-huh. were like. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Those majors. Yeah, so gen, gen eds were tough. Hard. Yeah. 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 They can be real boring. I'm going to tell you. Like, I got to take a cinema class. Ugh. It ain't fun. Let me tell you that. Well, and. I, I would always ask the question, why, why, why am I here? Why yeah. am I doing this? What does this have to do with I know. Like, me I'm getting an gonna, MBA? I'm not going to use it. Like, do you use Sokotoa in Albertsons? No. Like, why do we need to know it? So, yeah. Yeah. So I have a big problem with that, which makes me really good at like the podcast documentary thing, mm-hmm. but really bad at like doing things that don't make sense in school. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you just got to kind of chip through that, but 
honestly, without it, I would be just in my room waiting till I train again later in the day. So it's been nice. Yeah. We'd, we'd see like Claire breaking bad. If, if you <laughs> right. have too much time on your hands. I know. I know. That would totally um, be me for sure. So last we talked, you were at the sin gym. Yes, I am. And that, that is, that is mom, right? That is mom. The sin and sin gym. Yep. She's still there. And And she was a games athlete as well. Yeah. For four years, I think 2012. Um, no, sorry. I think it's 2011, 13, 14, and then 17. Yeah. As master. So yeah. She's awesome. Yeah. And so, really awesome. so you have the DNA. <laughs> yeah. Kinda. <laughs> yeah. And so, and forgive me if I'm repeating because no, okay. I'm just interested again is, is growing up, you have this mom who's like super fit mm-hmm. and, and that can go one of two ways. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I, my, I have a daughter who's 21 now and, and it went not the way you went. <laughs> and so you could either look at your mom and go, that looks really cool. I want to try that. Or I don't want to do anything like that. I want to be my own person. Mm-hmm. So yeah. why would you look at your mom as more of an inspiration? So when I first started CrossFit, I was in fifth grade. So like 2015 or so, that's like when I started, okay, I really love this sport. But to begin, I hated it. Like one, and she would actually... <laughs> I did gymnastics before then. I would only go like twice a week. And I like that was my sport. Like I loved it. Wanted to go to the Olympics like every other nine-year-old or so. And I never wanted to go to the gym. Like I would always sandbag the workouts. I would sometimes sit in the kids' room or something. Understandable. Like who wants to exert themselves at nine years old? Um, And then I – tore my meniscus through a gymnastics injury. And then it kind of like shifted my focus a little bit. Like, okay, now I got to find something else. I'm not a real team player. So I don't like teams, team sports. So I started doing. Don't lead a a job interview with that. (laughs) (laughs) It's just kind of true. Like I always want to win. So like, whatever. Um, (laughs) So then I started doing CrossFit just to like, keep being active. And then I started like seeing some PRs and started realizing like, okay, this actually works. And then my mom went to the games and that was like shift of like, okay, this is, this could happen. This was like also around the time of um, the team division, like being a thing too. So like that kind of set forth, like, okay, I kind of really want to do this. So, but she's played, she's helped me in everything from, nutrition to strategy to uh learning how to like approach workouts like she's taught me everything i know so she was a huge inspiration for me so elise says her mom just had meniscus surgery yesterday mm-hmm. i think her husband just had elbow surgery i don't know what she's doing to them but she needs to like lay off a little bit <laughs> yeah. so you have meniscus surgery was it more like a rehab thing that you started doing CrossFit for? No, just- I didn't. I didn't have surgery. I just had an injury. I just tore. I okay. I did a front flip off the beam, landed hyperextended, and I just I tore my right and then partial left. They kind of said like you'll heal 
as you grow. And it did like, as I got stronger, it strengthened around it. So there really was no, no need for surgery. It's just kind of had to wait it out a little bit. So I got lucky in that sense. And at least it confirmed. Yes. She's been beating them. So, okay. So you get over that injury, you see the PRs, you're going through the thing. What did that do for your relationship with your mom? She's teaching you all this stuff. Mm-hmm. She's this really cool games athlete. You got her in your back pocket. Did it, did it help your relationship grow? Oh yeah, for sure. Like, um, it's always kind of me and her, my dad works up North. So he comes home, uh, like once or twice a week on the weekends. So it's always me and her. Like if we, we always talk about like, if we didn't have the gym, what would we talk about? Like we would have no like common, like we have a lot of things in common, but we would have no common ground, like the sport that we both love. So it's really nice to like, Hey, did you, did you like the workout today? Or how many rounds you get? So it's kind of nice to like have that banter back and forth. We can always try to better each other. Like, Oh, how did you approach the workout? Oh, I approached it this way. This is what I would do different. So this is, it's kind of nice. Like having that, like you're like training partner and you live with them. So it's really nice. Yeah. And, and you're coached by my mother. Yes. She coaches me still. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Has there ever been any thought to going outside the family, uh, just to get a different perspective or even just visiting? Yeah. Um, yeah, like, actually, it's funny you say that we were kind of like, we don't some of the equipment that's going to be in semifinals, we don't have access to so like a handstand obstacle course, we were kind of like, seeing what kind of gyms locally, um, maybe had had that equipment, we can come in and like, try it really quick, just for like a quick little workout, because like our surrounding gyms, we all kind of know each other, like we know the, we know how like kind of the algorithm works and like the fitness athletes and rancho. So we all kind of like play around with each other a little bit. So it's nice to kind of branch out a little bit and see what, what's out there. But coaching, I think I could, I think my mom could only take me. I'm kind of a diva sometimes. And she does very well at like calming me down a little bit. So I think you may be the most self-aware 19 year old <laughs> I've ever met. I've had a lot of, a lot of experience. <laughs> I'm not a good team player. I'm kind of a diva and there's probably only one coach that can handle me. Yep. And it's because she gave birth. Yep. That's, that's my life basically. <laughs> so I do know that the, that K2 CrossFit in Koreatown, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, they have like five of those obstacles. Wow. We've got yeah. like this, this DIY sketchy one. It's, it's pretty sketchy. It has like, it used, I think we got rid of it, but it used to have like pool noodles on the bottom. So like it gave a little cushion. Oh, it was, it was a death trap. It was, it only got pulled out a certain amount of times, but that's what we had. Yeah. And Elise, Elise is asking, did her mom compete? And I know Elise is tending to all these people she's beat up. And so, yes, she was a four-time games athlete. Um, and so, so it's sketchy and I've seen a lot of sketchy ones out there and I've seen people get hurt on sketchy ones. Uh Is there any fear of that? Um, 
No, no, there's not, because I've done it so many times. Like you kind of just okay. If, if you fall, it's because it's muscle fatigue. It's not like the apparatus. Like you kind of know like sweet spots on it, so you could just kind of have to trust your capabilities, pretty much, and just trust like okay, it's not gonna break. I've done it. I've done it several times, but yeah. Yeah. So the only reason I know about the K two ones is he gave me a, a quick tour after our interview was over, uh-huh. and they were all stacked up on top, and they are the actual ones that are used yeah. at semifinals. Yeah, those and ones are they nice. fit like on like when you, they fit like puzzle pieces. Right. So they were like all stacked up against the wall. Mm-hmm. And he had a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're I, I actually think I'm going to drop in there when I'm in when I'm in Pasadena. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I, I still love the fact that you're like, nobody can handle me, but my mom. <laughs> um, and so that, that's cool. So you and mom forever ride or die. Yeah. She's pretty cool, I guess. So <laughs> I guess. Um, and so last year you get to the Mac, mm-hmm. you're 18 years old. And you pull off an 11th place finish. Yeah. Against all the big dogs. Mm-hmm. The, B, the DBs, the Sydney Michelitians, all of that. Yeah. And in that, you had three top 10 finishes mm-hmm. and one, one glaring hole. Mm-hmm. And the glaring hole was that lift to start the weekend. Mm hmm. What have you done in the last 365 days to try to close the gap on that hole? Eat. I've completely changed my nutrition, just tried to like fuel my body more. And actually I put on like quite a bit of weight to be able to lift and then cut back a little bit, tried to get leaner. Um, I feel like got a, like I'm at a spot right now that's I can move fast and I can lift. It's never going to be the the Danny Spiegels, like the ones that can lift this amazing amount of weight. Like I'm always going to probably be middle to middle to like high bottom, if that makes sense. Um, but it's definitely improved a lot. Like back in the Mac, my confidence in heavy lifting, like whenever I saw heavy lift, I was like, oh, I really don't want to do this. I'm not. It's not good for me. Now, like in training, I used to have that mindset in training, like, oh, this is, it's going to be tough. It's going to be mentally challenging. But now like I go into lifts and be like, okay, I feel, this feels really good. Let's, let's keep at it. Let's let's finish it. Let's feel good. Um, So that's definitely changed big time is my confidence in going into lifts being like, okay, I can, I can do this real. I can do this fairly well. So I think that was a big turning point in quarterfinals too, like the 185 clean and jerk. A year ago, that would have been 1RM status, like had to rest extremely long time to keep going. And I ended up placing fairly well in that in that workout. So that was like, okay, I can – everything that I've been doing is it's working and it's going the right direction. So definitely nutrition's changed and just trying to add more in more strength sessions throughout the week. So, so we already said you're, you're probably the most self-reflective person. Have you looked at your overall game and are are there any other places that you think you've gotten better since last year? 
Yeah, I lift or um, like confidence in my lifting abilities, and then um, just overall mindset. Like I used to be really down, and like I put a lot of pressure on myself to do well, and when I would not perform how I wanted to in training, like it would kind of set my day. Like okay, my training session wasn't the best this morning. Let's try to do better at the night session. But now it's like okay. I did good, like trying to find the positive in every single thing that I'm doing, even if it means like, oh, I only took three chalk breaks instead of five, like, like even just like the little things like that, trying to find some kind of positive out of it has been game changing. It's made training so much more fun this past year, for sure. That That's huge. Yeah, um, it is. I think, um, I think the mind game is maybe as important as the physical game. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Like not, not more, but as, yeah, you can totally be physically gifted at something, but as soon as you try to get the mental aspect, that's a whole different feat on its own. Like you gotta, that takes a few years to develop. I've still got a long way to go, but it's definitely much better than how it was last year at the Mac. So, so, so you're going to Pasadena Mm -hmm. is mom getting the coach's pass. Oh yeah, she is. Yep. Yeah. So backstage, do you like to be loose and free or do you like to be like in the zone? I've kind of experiment experimented with both a little bit. Um, I would say I'm trying to think I was more, I'm in 2019, I was at Granite games and I was a little more serious and I was still in the teen division. Like that was my first big competition. I was serious. I was really nervous and I didn't perform as well as I would hope to. But then in uh, like Wadapalooza and the Mac, I was a little more carefree, just trying to have fun, like take in the experience. Like Wadapalooza was my last one as a teenager. Mac was my first big adult competition. Like just trying to take in those two new experiences and having more fun with it on the sidelines. Like I feel like I placed a lot better than I would have if I was more serious. So I think having all my friends and family there too this time around is going to really help like have that positive pos- positive atmosphere so do do i remember seeing you at Wadapalooza this year yeah yeah i was there okay yeah. and were you still in the teen division i was yeah so i was still 18 how is that fair <laughs> yeah it's okay. <laughs> I love Waterpalooza. It's always so fun. So teen or not, yeah, you, it's still good. So I, I saw you at Bayfront. Mm-hmm. I, I've been a lot of places this year trying to piece it and I'm getting old. So trying to remember all the things. So I remember seeing you at Bayfront Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was the swim event. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I believe you were killing it. Yeah. So well, up until one point, but I like okay. I love any swim events. So the thing I hate about Waterpalooza, and I love going to Waterpalooza. I love mm-hmm. all the people, and it's like I always say it's like homecoming, like CrossFit yeah. homecoming. Yeah, and um, I just hate the width of the of the f- floor because you can't see from one end to the other. Right, like it's short and wide. Mm-hmm. And so then it's hard to see people. Oh, that that's so true. 
I didn't I didn't even think of it. Well, I was competing, so like I wasn't really thinking of it, but that's yeah, so you true. You didn't care. Yeah. Yeah, I was just like this really hurts. <laughs> and when everybody's wearing a swim cap, it's uh-huh. really hard to like make sure you've am I rooting for the right person? I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so I thought it was you that was killing mm-hmm. it. And maybe you were till a point and I just missed the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was just crazy action there. And you did multiple, multiple laps of the swim, right? Uh, it was two laps. And I think they were, they didn't really give us a distance. I think it was like 200 meters or something. That's what it felt like at least. Yeah. 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 It, so, so you did Wadapalooza. How did you finish there? I got second. So, yeah. Salty about that or happy with well, that? Well, <laughs> going I, I, in. I detected, I detected the diva coming out. Well, it actually, I really hurt my foot on the swim event. So, like, that's what I meant by up to a certain point. I, a few months back, I rolled my ankle on a box. <sighs> like, we've all done it. And it just, I don't think it healed correctly. It just always was nagging and I couldn't really jump or run. So the drag rope double unders, like being barefoot, just completely set it off. So I was like struggling to walk afterwards. So it was kind of just a fight to the finish. So I'm happy like my last year was set on the podium. So that was, that's like the positive that I took away from it. Would I want higher? Yeah, but it kind of is what it is. I was happy to finish for sure. And I don't want to mess with the new mindset, so I'm not going to dig deeper. <laughs> so, so at least I did see you. So it, my memory's not gone. Um, and then, so how important was it for you to get some more of that, like competition in front of a large crowd, competition on a big floor? Mm-hmm. Um, because, and, and I've said this to a lot of the young kids, with COVID, you didn't get a lot of opportunity. You got robbed mm-hmm. of a couple years of, in-person competitions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the, so it was the Mac and then I had one in August that was in person. It was like a local competition. And then we had Wadapalooza and then the open. So like I kind of, uh, us at our gym, we treat the open kind of like a, like a competition, like the Friday night lights thing. There's your whole gyms there. So it's really, I kind of treated that as its own competition every week. So it was kind of like that in, it wasn't as big as an in-person, but I still had the same mindset as I would as going onto the competition floor and Wadapalooza say. Um, So yeah, having that, that experience really, it definitely adds up for sure. So I'm looking at your numbers. So Mm -hmm. last year, in um quarterfinals you finished 111th mm-hmm. so nine spots into the cut line to make it to semis mm-hmm. you go to semis and you take 11th i don't know if you just like the number one because <laughs> uh that's five ones now like the 111th yeah. and 11th um or are you just that much better in person than you are online yeah for sure i mean i feel like i do a lot better in person than online it's it's kind of hard i feel like everyone can relate but going online you don't know you can't really play the field like you just kind of have to just go 
Um, but that's kind of the point. It makes it difficult. Uh, so having that and then like I enjoy training, I think a little more than I like competing. So like actually getting all those training sessions, I feel like helps like build the mindset for the in-person competition. So I think that helps big, big time. I don't know how you would know that yet because you haven't had that many opportunities yeah, in yeah. person. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm a true believer that I don't think online competitions are real. I think they are flawed in getting the right people to the right spot mm -hmm. because you always see massive shakeups at the first on first in person, whatever for that season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or the qualifiers are completely different than what happens live when you get there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's and a... you, 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 tre you, your trend is to be much better in the live than what you showed in the online. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, I think mainly is it's just playing the field. Like you can kind of look around, see where you're at. Oh, am I going too slow? Oh, I'm going too fast. I went out way too hot. Like that way you can kind of, kind of play it a little bit. Um, whereas quarterfinals, you just got to go. Like, it doesn't matter how bad it hurts. You just, you have to go if you want a good position. Yeah. I have a lot of theories on that, but, yeah. um, but we'll, we'll keep those to myself for now. <laughs> um, so was 11th a surprise for you at the Mac? Oh, yes. Or did Okay. Yeah. I was expecting, I actually had no expectations, but it definitely wasn't that, that high up. Like I was thinking maybe, okay, 20th, 20th to 30th. That's, that's where I am. That's where I belong. And then like the events kind of started adding up and I'm like, okay, okay. We can, we can keep going. It's all movements I all like. So I'm just gonna, the things that you like, I guess you just have to play play to your advantage, I guess, or your strengths, if you will. And when you look at the points, you were seven points out of top 10. Yeah. Yeah. So as an eight, 18 year old, let's go say that one more time as an 18 year old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was definitely a big shocker. I was really, I was really happy with how it panned out. Like looking back now, I'm like, Oh, maybe if I had a better, like more expectations, maybe I would have done better, but I don't think it would have putting more expectations might've made me do worse or something. So I was really happy with it. Yeah. So now you're going into your second semifinal. Mm -hmm. What is, what are your thoughts on your expectations this year? Uh, it's, it's kind of different. Um, having the field be 60 now instead of 30, it's kind of like, okay, what are, what are the possible tests going to be? How are they going to do heats? Like, is it going to be like, you just don't know. Like it's again, a totally different, totally different realm again. Um, I think I'm just going to have like the same kind of minds. Obviously it's the goal is to make the games, but if the workouts come out and I'm trying to be realistic with myself, maybe, maybe my mindset may shift a little bit, but the top tens, going to be the goal I think this year. Okay. Yeah. I like that you said it. Yep. Top 10 is the goal. Yeah. It's everyone's goal, but I feel like it me for me I feel like it's very much possible if 
I just like keep doing what I'm doing. Treat it like training, like just rip and go. And I think it'll be good. Yeah. I'm really excited. It'll be fun. So you're in this era of all of these teenagers Mm -hmm. flourishing at the games. Mm -hmm. Has, has that ever, or is that now putting undue pressure on you when you look and see the mouths, the Emma's, the, the other Emma's, the doing Um, so well at the games. I personally look up to them like, wow, they, they clear, they know, like, it's kind of nice. Like we kind of have, even though we don't, we don't really talk, like we're not besties or anything. We we don't even know each other, but like having that community of like the young people kind of coming up, it's, it's inspiring. Like you want to be part of that group as much as you can, even if it means, oh, I missed the spot by one or two places. You're part of this like growing with the sport and I'm really thankful to be a part of that it's not like oh I don't want to be their friend I'm judgy against them or anything I look up to them like okay let's let's try to really really do this so so it's one thing to look up to them but Mm -hmm. does it do you feel pressure being one of one of the young guns in the sport um no I used to feel last year, I probably, I felt a lot of pressure. I'm like, okay, I'm so young. Like these people are like five, six years older than me, but now I think it just comes with abilities. Like now that I have more confidence in my like fitness capabilities, I can, I'm like, okay, I can actually play this. I can really, really go for this workout. And I don't have much fear going into it. Like just if I blow up, at least I, went for it on a strength of mine. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's what I wanted to hear actually. (laughs) So, um, so you told me what I wanted to hear and it's probably the truth because you are very honest and transparent. Um, so you're looking at top 10, you're in your hometown. How, how loud is your section going to be? It's going to be crazy. All my friends are coming home from uh, college and they all bought Sinjim CrossFit sweatshirts. So they're going to be wearing them. And they've never seen me compete before. Like they've only seen videos. So it's going to be really special. My dad's coming home. I think my sister, um, all the gym's going to come. So it's, I'm hoping it will be a full Sinjim bleacher section. That'd be pretty awesome. So we're going to do, we're doing like some documentary stuff over the weekend mm-hmm. and I'm trying to like write down all the storylines I learned from these interviews mm-hmm. and I want to capture your crew um, as part of the behind the scenes. Um, Cause I think like, like you and the guy from K2, those hometown stories are going to be pretty special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited. What would it be? what would it be like for you to punch your ticket to the games in front of your, you, all your friends and family in your hometown? It's, that has been a dream of mine since I've started CrossFit. It's to make it to the big, the big leagues. If it's not this year, hopefully it's the next, but this year, especially it would be, it'd be huge. It means a lot. Like there's not very many, uh, like there's many CrossFit athletes in Rancho, but there's no like people that have made it to the games at that highest level. So it would be nice to like kind of represent all of 
all of Rancho and be like, hey, like we're, we may be small. Are, but are we you in? It. Are you in Rancho Chuchamanga? Chuchamanga, yep. <laughs> yeah. So I'm do you Rancho. do you know Wad Zombie? Um, I don't think so. So that so Wad Zombie's on Instagram. He's a uh-huh. meme guy. He also makes trading cards. Oh, okay. Of CrossFit athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he, that's where he's out of. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Well, when I get a package from him, that's where it comes from. Oh. So I can't imagine he drives there just to drop off the package. <laughs> right. Because it's such a popular place. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he CrossFits too. So I'm, I would, I, Man, now I'm curious. I'll have to do some stuff. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Sometimes he's in the chat. He's he's not today. Mm-hmm. Um, but that would have been really cool. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So um so, all right. So if you punch your ticket um to the CrossFit Games in your hometown, what is the celebration? Ooh. Um Definitely crumble cookie for sure. I love that place. And maybe I've been talking to my mom. Like I haven't been eating bad, like for what I consider bad for a few months. So like a good chimichanga would be perfect. Cherry on, I'm pr- probably going to get it either way, but that'd be awesome. Uh, so a chimichanga and chuchamanga. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> That needs to be a shirt. I know. Chimichanga and Chuchamanga. <laughs> Perfect. I'll make it just for you. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I've never been to California. Uh-huh. And I'm oh. coming. Bring some patience. The traffic sucks. Just saying. <laughs> what? <laughs> you are not the first person. That is what everybody has told me that yep. is, is from there. What is the one thing I have to see while I'm there? Sin Jim? Um, yeah, of course. Sin Jim, obviously. Um, I don't know. Um, I would personally say crumble cookie. It's the best. I love it. But we, um, we've we got crumble cookie here. Oh, you do? Dang it. Um L, like downtown LA's, it's interesting to say the least. I think that's worth a visit. Um, Santa Monica Pier. What's the yeah, best? Yeah, yeah. Santa Monica Pier would be a good one. Malibu's great. Um, yeah, the beaches. I would say probably beaches. Those ones are. You're always entertained by either homeless people or just the general general public so it's nice so so wad zombie did a a visitor's guide to la Mm -hmm. in a very humorous way you should go check out his ig (laughs) okay um, and see and see his descriptions of what beaches to go to and what beaches not to it's probably really accurate honestly oh man well and since you guys live in the same town and don't know each other it's a good way to get acquainted to his humor Yep. And uh, all perfect. stuff Chuchamanga. That's right. Well, Claire, as always, 
it's a it was such a pleasure to to chat with you again. Yeah, thank I you can't so wait much. to see you in Pasadena. Yeah, I will see you there. And uh, and your mom and and the whole crew. Mm-hmm. Yep. And good luck. And I'm hoping thank for you. a top ten finish for you. Yep. Thank you so much. And thank you to everybody in the chat for being with us. You guys are the best. We will see you next time on the Clydesdale Media Podcast. Thank <laughs> you.